Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to this episode of the Brain Builders Podcast. I am your host, Dr. John DeWitt. And today we are talking about the surprising effect of stress. Now, I know all of us, especially the ones of us that are working so hard every day, don't feel like there's enough time in the day to get everything done. And while we wear it as a badge of honor and think, you know, we're really sacrificing so much so that we can take care of our families, et cetera, et cetera, um, that is a perspective that needs to change and there are specific ways you can reduce your stress and it is so important I know people are like I don't have time in the office we ask people if they have any time to meditate and some people pray and that's fine even if it's only five minutes a day just taking some time and there's some things we're going to give you um, specifics on what you should do in order to reduce your stress because that's going to lower your cortisol levels which is very important for reducing inflammation that can lead to long-term cognitive um, decline. So stress refers to running a system at a level beyond where it was meant to operate. Now, we did not evolve to lead the lives most of us lead. We, we have lives of sugar-laden diets, Dairy Queen runs, things like that. We have late nights with incandescent lights, con- constant anxiety about work, poor sleep, for nutrition and exposure to hundreds of toxic chemicals, to name just a few of the stressors pummeling our brains and bodies. We evolved to handle intermittent stress, but not the constant chronic stress that we're feeling every single day. As I said before, stress increases your level of cortisol, and that is a major, major problem. At high levels, it's toxic to our brains. Now, in particular, it's also it's toxic to the memory-consolidating hippocampus, which one of the, is one of the first structures to be assaulted by Alzheimer's disease. Now, stress also increases the number of risk factors for cognitive decline and Alzheimer's, including blood glucose levels, body fat, your risk for obesity, carbohydrate craving, leaky gut, and the resulting inflammation, permeability of the blood-brain barrier even, calcium release and hyperstimulation of the neurons, and the risk of cardiovascular disease. So all of those things we listed there, those seven, eight things, are all directly related to our levels of stress. And it also attacks factors that protect against Alzheimer's, which are the synapse-preserving ones that struggle not to be overcome by the synapse-ravaging factors, such as neurogenesis, and the growth and maintenance of the dendritic spines associated with memory formation. Now, stress is a factor in most cases of cognitive decline, but an especially strong one in type 3 toxic Alzheimer's, MCI and SCI. 
For these individuals, stress worsens cognition especially rapidly, and the onset of cognitive decline in such patients often coincides with a period of great stress. This is really interesting because a lot of times people are like, you know, I had a whole lot of stress at work or I went through a really rough divorce or just a really traumatic traumatic life experience, and then after that they were never the same. And here's an example. A hard-driving 56-year-old attorney took on the most difficult case of his career and worked on it nonstop for two years with little sleep. He had been depressed for several years before. He won the case but soon began to struggle to find the right word while speaking or writing and also had difficulty with calculations. He became passive and slow. His PET scan was strongly suggestive of Alzheimer's. He was APOE2-3, not APOE4, which is the marker for Alzheimer's. His lab values all pointed to type 3 Alzheimer's disease. For instance, he had signs of mycotoxins in his nose and throat. So type 3 is anytime there's some sort of toxin in the system. So now this is why it's critical, critical to include stress reduction in the program for cognitive optimization. Because when you get stress, it lowers your immune system, your ability to fight off these toxic invaders because you're so stressed all the time that leads to poor sleep and just a variety of bad things that, like we listed off a second ago. And you really want to make sure that you're getting as much um, stress relief and sleep as you possibly can. Now, the best approach to deal with, with, with stress will vary from person to person. For many people, meditation and yoga are powerful stress reducers, which lowers cortisol and protects the hippocampus from atrophy or shrinking and increases the thickness of the cerebral cortex, which is a good thing. Now, some people really don't want to take the time, don't know how to meditate, think it's a little too out there, a little woo-woo or whatever, and yoga is just not something that they're going to do. So in our office, we, we teach something called diaphragmatic or belly breathing. And this allows you to utilize the lower two-thirds of your lung capacity, which really increases the amount of oxygen you get into your system. So what you want to do is one hand on your belly, one hand on your chest. When you take a deep breath in, if you, if you aren't paying attention, you'll notice that it's your, your shoulders go up when you take a deep breath in, like through the nose. That is the accessory muscles. The, you're not utilizing the lungs the way you should because when you breathe like you were, like when you were babies, when you see a baby breathing, when they take a deep breath in, the, the diaphragm is coming down, which forces the abdomen to distend or come out. So if you have your hand on your belly, one on your chest, when you take, take a deep breath in through the nose, the belly should come out. And that shows that you're utilizing the lower two-thirds of your lungs. And then when you breathe out through the mouth, the belly goes back down. So it's really important to do that. And everybody's different for the length of time that you inhale and exhale. Some people can inhale for a count of two or three. Some, sometimes it's four or five. Some people can really push it and go, you know, eight to ten breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. Now, if you feel hyper after exercising, you want to dial it back maybe 30 minutes instead of 45 minutes on a slower treadmill pace when you're exercising. You'll still want to get your heart rate up and do some weight training, 
But if you're stressing out with marathon training, and cutting back may help lower your cortisol. So if you're going out in there, and I see it all the time in the gym, I see people running on the treadmill, and I'll show up, I'll go to the gym. Like for today, for instance, I went to the gym, treadmill, I walked for 10 minutes just to warm up, did some leg exercises, which I'm already sore, which means I'm going to be excruciatingly sore in a couple of days, but that's okay. That was the whole point. And then I got back on the treadmill for 20 minutes to kind of loosen the legs up a little bit. So I see people, I did all that, so 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and then another 20 minutes, so almost an hour. And as I'm walking out, people are still on the treadmill where they were when I came in, and they're just running at a frantic pace. I mean, it's just, and they look so stressed out, and it's just not something that you want to do. You want to kind of tone it back a little bit. And for those of you that aren't really excited about exercise, this is good news because you're not trying to train for a triathlon or an Ironman or anything crazy like that, you're just in there. You want to get your heart rate up a little bit, but nothing, nothing too crazy. And um, also, as I said before, working out in the swimming pool is a really good idea. Very low impact, easy on the joints, especially if you have really high inflammation. <clears throat> That's going to help um, take some of the pressure off the joints, but also give you that resistance that you need to get your heart rate up. Now, if you're a caffeine junkie, you might want to cut back to help your stress levels. And that also goes for alcohol. So if, you, if you're drinking too much alcohol, too much caffeine, sometimes you drink too much alcohol at night, so in the morning you feel like you need a little extra caffeine, that's an evil cycle that you want to try to break and start cutting back. If you're used to having two or three glasses of wine or two, two or three um, beverages, adult beverages at night, yeah, you want to cut that back by you know one drink, two drinks, and eventually gets where you're only having one drink every couple of days because that is going to decrease the amount of inflammation in your system as well. And it also is going to lead to you not feeling like you have to have that caffeine in the morning. Also, with the caffeine, if, if you're having coffee in the morning, and I'm really excited to talk about this because it's all new for me too, but I'm, I'm doing all the things I'm talking about to, you, to everybody here on the, on the podcast, and so I have firsthand experience with it. So... If you aren't aware of the KetoFlex 12-3 diet that Dr. Bresson recommends, I am studying on um, the keto diet, how to start burning fat instead of glucose for energy, and that includes um, some of the Bulletproof diet or Dave Asprey's um, things. Um, the Bulletproof coffee has coffee, um, organic, uh, clarified butter or ghee, and the MCT oils, and he has actually super concentrated caprylic acid and MCT oils, which is um, he calls brain octane. And the, the trick with that, this is really kind of ironic, last night I decided I was going to, and you don't want to do too much of the brain octane. I mean, literally you need to make sure that you can handle it and take, start out with really small amounts, like a teaspoon, in your coffee, or you can just take a sip and, and gradually work your way up to maybe a tablespoon because if you take too much, it's going to cause extremely loose stools and just a lot of not good bathroom experiences. So last night, I just felt like, you know, I needed to have a little, a little brain octane. I hadn't had it in a while and couldn't really remember, and I kind of was, had the munchies a little bit. So I had some L-glutamine, which is supposed to help with sleep, um, it's supposed to help with waking up in the middle of the night with, with uh, ruminating and thinking about things, not being able to get back to sleep. 
So I had some L-glutamine before I went to bed, but then I also said, hey, you know, I'm having some cravings a little bit. Maybe I should have some of the brain octane as well because I've read that that's supposed to help with cravings also. Well, the problem was is all the fats in the brain octane, even though I just took a tiny little sip, I could not go to sleep last night to save my life. I was tossing and turning and just felt like I'd had a shot of espresso. So make sure that you experiment on yourself with these different um, supplements and different things to make sure that you're not going to do something like that um, that's going to cause you not to get the sleep that you need. Uh, Massages are really good for relaxation and and lowering your stress levels. Laughter, watching a really funny uh, sitcom or a show on Netflix, something like that, that's really good. Music that you love. Movement is good. Tai Chi is something that I, I've always been fascinated by the martial arts and, and uh, that culture. And Tai Chi is very good. It's like a slow motion movement that you're going through that really helps you focus on your breathing and you're just kind of getting into the zone. And, and that really kind of helps you stay in that moment so you don't have time to stress about everything else. Now, all of these things are wonderful ways to reduce stress. Now, we're still taking um, registrants for the web class on September 7th. That is at bit.ly slash brainbuilders. And you can submit your questions. All attendees in this beta group, it's the first time we've, we've had this class. And because of that, everybody that's in the group the first time um, is going to get it absolutely free. You're also all, all going to get um, a cognitive assessment from the Cambridge Brain Sciences Institute, and um, that is something that is uh, priceless because it's going to be great to get a baseline when we start, and it's a six-week program every Friday starting September 7th. Uh, We're not going to have a podcast that night because we are doing the event, and then every Friday for six weeks total, and then you can do a follow-up assessment to, to actually be able to see an objective view of how you have improved your cognitive function based on everything that we've talked about. And it's going to be a lot of the Bredesen protocols, but it's going to be a lot of other, other things involved with uh, people that have had concussions in the past. Um, some of my former teammates are going to be in there. We have some um, really great sports psychologists that are going to be answering questions that have worked with some professional teams. It's going to be really a really great experience. And you submit your, your most pressing questions so that I can make sure that I'm answering all the questions that everyone has. We're going to host it. As of right now, we're going to host it in the Facebook group, and I'll send you an invite to that once you get signed up for the course. And um, ultimately, it's going to be a membership site that's going to be a, a lot of fun, and not just a lot of fun. It's going to be very helpful. It's going to be actionable, strategic things that you can do in order to optimize your brain health and to know that you do have hope, and there is a solution to this now. It's just taking a little while for the rest of the medical world to catch up but these solutions are out there now and it's my job to teach you what those are we will see you tomorrow night lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.